Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. And we're in episode 171, you know what I'm saying? Got another special guest in here, you know what I'm saying? We interviewed you once. We did a little quick interview, but now we back for the full thing, the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? So we got Britt the Ruler in here. Uh-oh. What's happening? What's happening? How you living? I'm living nice. I can't complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yourself. You got your little bottle. What you sipping on? Man, this E and J. I got E and J. I just got my voice back. I lost my voice for uh, Thanksgiving. I, I barked Thanksgiving in a little hard. Uh, you must have been on some E and J too. <laughs> uh, tequila. <laughs> I had a little bit of everything during the holidays for so sure, man. For Did sure, you enjoy sure. Thanksgiving? You say what? Did you enjoy Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. That was, it was great. Like, it was great. No drama, no, no, no family issues, nothing like that. It was yeah, nice. Oh, no issues, none. <laughs> yeah, same. We had a good old time. It was all, it was all love. It was all love. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So we got the intro out the way. Now it's time to get to the. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever you may have. Hold on. We got to let you do the toast. You the guest. That's what we do over here. We let the guests do the toast. So what would you like to toast to? All right. New beginnings, new friends, and we're going to bring in a new year. Forget that new strand of Corona. Make sure y'all go get y'all shots, though. (laughs) And big up. One up, one down. Take it down. Hey. E and J. Hey, get you right. I usually don't say the name of the liquors, but I'm gonna say it tonight. I'm drinking E and J <laughs> on a Monday. On a Monday, you know what I'm saying? With Britt the ruler in here. I asked you this before, but we got we got a different type of audience today. What are the three things people may not know about Britt the ruler? I want to see if your answers changed. Call me Britt the ruler. Britt the ruler. Britt the ruler. That's it with you. Yeah. The three things that people don't know about me. I. Um, I'm a female rigger. Uh, I, um, let's see. I, um, what am I going to tell you? My booty's real, so. <laughs> you know, I supposed to laugh. Like, is your booty? Nah, that's real. But when you, you know, when I get up, you see the cuff, you can grab it. You know, and then, shit. <laughs> I'm a wild, crazy, outgoing person. I know my, my voice, you know, I come off like a white girl, you know what I'm saying? But. I'm very outgoing, very adventurous. So, for sure, for sure. And I see you got the hair. The hair makes you uh, unique in your appearance. That's something you keep for your image. Yes, goes with me. I'm very colorful. You never know what you're gonna get with me. I got so many different personalities. So, and uh, for sure, right with me. You know, sound like some Gemini shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> yo, what? I'm a Taurus. Oh, you was almost there. You was almost there. Almost. You, you know, you see, you see that right there. I love. <laughs> they say we stubborn though. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I ain't never had to deal with that. <laughs> a little bit stubborn. A little stubborn. And you from uh, you from uh, Victoria, Texas? You said Victoria, Texas, is where I was born. That's where Stone Cold Steve Austin. See, that's a lot of. A lot of people don't know that. That's where Stone Cold Steve Austin was born. Victoria, Texas. Oh, man. Same hospital, Detroit Hospital. But yeah, I come from where one of the greats is born from. So I'm great. Yeah, Brick the Ruler out there from Victoria. What was it like out there the time you was there? Oh, man. Small town. Man, let me tell you, I used to, my thing was basketball. I played basketball. I lived, breathed basketball. First, it was tennis. You know, you know, that new movie came out, King Richard came out. And when I watched it last night, um, um, it just took me back to when I was young in junior high. And I remember watching Venus on television. And I was like, the way she moved, the way she hustled, how she hit that ball. I wanted to be just like her. So I started off playing tennis, waking up early in the morning. My parents put me in tennis camp and I uh, went from there. And then, I don't know, I fell in love with basketball more. When I seen Jordan and, you know, Allen Iverson, all the greats do their thing, it just, I wanted to learn exactly what they did. And then the next day, try to go do it on a female. 
because they ain't see it coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to wake up, go to the Boys and Girls Club and play with the boys. So with Victoria, all the dudes know what it is, you know? I played basketball with them. Got down, got hurt, took an elbow, all that. I got back up like Dwayne Wade, though. So, so you, was, you was tough out here. You was tough out here in these streets. I was tough. Uh, people knew what it was when, when you came out on that court, you know what I'm saying? I had a mean crossover in that defense. I'll D your ass up. For sure, for sure. What, uh, uh, around what time did you say you moved from Victoria? Like, what age? I left Victoria and I went to college. So, 18. When I graduated uh, high school, I went to college. I did a year and at a HBCU at Houston Tillerson. I played basketball there. And I don't know, it was something, I, I just wasn't ready to keep doing school, you know? That's not where my heart was. I guess I got, I don't know, sidetracked. I don't know, I kind of like like making money, you know? And shit, being in college was broke, but I know you had to sacrifice. I guess I didn't get it then, you know? I wanted it now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was out there in Austin at Houston Tillerson. Doing yeah, I was partying. That's what happened to me. I got caught up with all that party. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was that time like? I know you said it that wasn't was a long time. time. That's when Kevin Durant was hooping. I mean, who else was hooping there? Big Babe. No, it was a Big Baby. It was some other dudes. Some, some other basketball. But there was a lot of guys that are now in the NBA. Um they were playing at that time. They would come up to Houston Tillerson and come up there and scrimmage with the guys and stuff like that. Kevin Durant used to come up there all the freaking time. And so, you know, when I used to club and stuff, he was right there, right there, you know, next to him. So it was a good, it was a good time. You know, I had a great team, a great time. Knew some girls from UT, used to ball with them. I mean, it was a good time. I can't complain. So it wasn't nothing to go across 35 over there to UT, huh? Nah, nah. <laughs> Say that again. You, uh... I went out? Yeah, say it again. I said, no, at that time, it was all about uh, 35. Kevin Durant had it like now. Uh, yeah, yeah. He lays. I'm talking about crossing I-35 to go to UT. He was 35, too. Number 35, too. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then what, what happened after? Where did you go after you left Austin? I left Austin. I uh, went back to Victoria. My mom, she's a nurse. So she was all like, well, you got to work. You got to do something. I was like, come work over here with me. Come be a nurse. I'm like, mama, I don't want to be a nurse. That ain't what I wanted to be. No, I was doing kinesiology, trying to become a physical therapist because I had met this physical therapist. um, And uh, she kind of pulled me to the side because I used to go um, look after my great uncle. He used to call me Slick. Before it was Brit the Ruler, it was Slick Brit. You know, that's what he used to call me, Slick. Because I've always got some money out of him. <laughs> so I used to go up to the nursing home, you know, take care of him, walk him and stuff, push him in his wheelchair. And she told me I would be good for it. And I took on being a, a physical therapist tech. And um, from there, um, I kind of picked up there. And then I was just like, you know what? I got tired of, I didn't want to be in Victoria. I see myself being bigger than Victoria. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I eventually, um, a Buffalo Wild Wings came. Cause it's a small town. That was big for us. Buffalo Wild Wings came. Over the Buffalo Wild Wings. And then I was like, all right, I got this waitress and shit down. I need to take this to the city. I know there's big money at these restaurants over here. So that's what I did. My cousin said, you can come live with me, but you gotta go to school. So I signed up for school, went to Lone Star here, played ball there, and then I started weighing tables, getting the money, and I don't know, it kind of just took over. And then the Houston lifestyle, you know, over here on the south side, the clubs and the strip clubs and all that, that mixed together and the money, and it was just wonderful. So that kind of just like, and my heart, I, I love music, so I lived in the music, and this is when Drake was just, you know, thumping and bumping in Houston. So, yeah. Shit, since you're talking about music, when did you find your love for music? Well, I've always had love for music. My dad's the type, you know, if you go in the grocery store, you know, you drive, you know, you ride with your daddy in the in the car, go to the corner store or somewhere, and like, stay in the car. And he got Tupac or somebody playing. 
My dad had all the new CDs. You know, every Tuesday the CDs would come out for nine ninety nine at Walmart, yeah, yeah. Target, all those good places. Mm-hmm. He always would have all the good music, and we used to jack his CDs and just, you know, vibe out to him, listen to it, and you know, coming from where I'm from, I didn't think that I could do music. You know, it's a small town. <clears throat> Only thing I really had to look for was trying to get out with basketball. And then really no one really blew up yet in Texas. You know, it was more New York, Cali, you know, Florida. But Texas, we always had greats like Zero, Slim Thug, SUZ, Swisher House, you name it. You know, Lil Kiki, all the greats, but. Loud music. You know what I'm saying? And then one day, one day it happened. When Still Tipping came on, you know what I'm saying, on the TV and. Lil Flip with Game Over, you know, Lil Flip came out. That was it. So once I seen that he made it on the TV, Paul Wall, Slim Thug made it on the TV, I could do it. So then I just said, man, you know what? I'm taking my ass to Houston. And it, it went along with the, the whole hustling, waiting, ta- waiting tables and going to school. And I just found my way. <clears throat> so, yeah, I remember uh, Steel Tipping came out. That was like, 05 is 05 for me it might have came out in 04 before that but i didn't first see it on the video came on bet or some mtv jams or some shit like that sucker free sunday i think it was came out in 05 i like this shit all right here that's when i really started fucking with houston right there 05 i didn't actually go to houston till like 2017 2018 because i was like i was a little kid like 05 so i wasn't going nowhere yeah my daddy, he's originally like from Galveston, Texas. So all my people, they're from this way. My mom's just from Victoria. She didn't want to leave that little small town, so we had to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go to Houston and play basketball when Corpus Christi was live. <clears throat> she didn't want to leave, so. So how far was Victoria from Houston? Well, how far oh, is it, that's to say? They call Victoria the crossroads because we're right in the middle of Austin, uh, Corpus Christi, Houston, San Antonio. We're right in the middle, so it's an hour, hour and 30 minutes, about an hour, 45 to each, you know, which way you go, either way you choose. So they call us the crossroads. In fact, so when did you start recording your music, your own music? Um, it started around, uh, let me say around 2011, <clears throat> 2012. I linked up with a few people and <clears throat> I heard myself on the on the mic and I was just like, okay, all right. So started believing in myself a little bit more and I kept at it. Along the way I had some roadblocks, but when I really, when it really, really, really <clears throat> got serious for me is when I was living in St. Louis. I had left Houston around 2012 and i moved to st louis like four years around the time michael uh, michael brown got killed so i was there when all that chaos and all that crazy stuff happened you know that was crazy when they're burning stuff down there was riots i even went out there i mean there's a few times where i marched out there a few times and how ayana saved um, my life she was out there and she kind of got the guys together and just asked, you know, kind of what's the issue? How can they help? What, you know, you know, she was just asking them certain things and I happened to be in that mix, you know, and mm-hmm. I happened to have myself in that, you know, and me, Michael Brown, it was just a lot of things that, but um, I had a homie, um, he brought his stuff over to me because, you know, in St. Louis, it snows. You can't go nowhere. You know, I'm from Texas really don't know how to drive in the snow. So he just bought me his equipment to my apartment and shoot, he left me some beats, told me to do my thing. And I chose one song, I one beat and it's called Average. And I, I just wrote that on the snow, you know, it was cold and came out with a song called Average. And when I heard it, I was just like, I got this, I got this. Cause that was the time when the Migos and them were, you know, future, you know, uh, two chains. I was jamming them real hard, so that kind of inspired that song right there. And after that shit, I said, man, I'm not going to get much out of here in St. Louis. St. Louis gave me that, taught me how to flow, you know, that what you hear today now in music. And um, I took it to Miami. 
<laughs> I went to Miami. And that's when Brit the Ruler birthed it. All right. Because I was slick Brit there. The Brit mm -hmm. kind of emerged when I went to Miami. I found myself. Yeah. All right, so you went from Slick Brit to Brit the Ruler once you went to Miami down there at the South Florida up in that area. So you you got you got to let us know how how that went for you. I know that was quite an experience over there. What happened was how I got to Miami is I went with a group of girls from St. Louis and we drove to Miami for a Memorial Day weekend. Hmm. And I seen how lit it was. You know, I always watched it on. Instagram when you know Tiana Taylor, who was it, Tiana Taylor, Chris Brown, all of them was partying. I was like, man, Miami life. I know nothing about Miami like that. And shit, went out there, changed my life, and I ended up packing my stuff, sold all my stuff, and moved to Miami. Hey, you loved it so much, you had to get on out there. <laughs> on up, man. I got on up and uh, got me a little spot in Miami, and and then I just started working on my. Uh, Taste the Rain Rainbow Project uh, with a gentleman by the name of Chris Moore, go by the narrators. Um, me and him teamed up and he started working with me. Um, he's Grammy nominated. Um, he's a great songwriter. He's real dope. So we decided that we was gonna do like our Timberland and Missy Elliott type of thing and collab him on the production side, me writing in production too, you know? And the sounds that you hear on that project is basically not a lot of people have heard that project yet because when I put it out there, I really didn't know how to push my music. You know what I'm saying? At the time, I didn't really, you know, you know, it takes money to make money. So, you know, at that time, you know, I really didn't have no marketing, you know, <clears throat> marketing scheme, you know, the money and stuff like that. So I just put it out there. And but I mean, that there right there is like. The rainbow print, like Nicki Minaj got her pink print. That's like the, that's my 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 pink print. So um, we um, put that project together. We did that project, and since then I've just been dropping singles and stuff like that. But yeah. For sure. Did you have the song "Average" on that uh, "Taste the Rainbow" project as well? Or is that just before? It's on, the it's on there. It's on there. Yeah, it's on there. I still hey. see. You know how. You know, to people who probably been around me who heard my music, they might think it's old. People who ain't never heard it, it's new to you. You know what I'm saying? That song still jammed today. You play, you play that song out, jamming. You know what I'm saying? I, I still want to shoot the video to that one. I said, man, I gotta wait. It's gonna be, I'm gonna use it for when it's time. But I'm, I'm gonna make sure I shoot a video to that average because it's gonna sum up to everything that's going on right now that I said. Yeah, I feel like a lot of artists, like some of their songs, like they, they break out song, it take like at least a year or a couple of years for it to actually hit, like reach mainstream, you know what I'm saying? So it's never, I would never, I say it's never a time limit on a track, you know, it's going, it's going to hit when it's going to hit, you know what I'm saying? Like you mentioned shooting the video, there's a rapper named OJ the Juice Man, I'm sure you heard of him, if anybody watching you heard of him, he dropped, he had a song called Copper Chicken, he dropped it in like 08. He said he made he came out with a video like 2016 for that for that song. So it happens. All right. And I don't see nothing wrong with it. Shoot. Nicki Minaj brought back Itty Bitty Piggy. And she ain't dropped the album. She made to put four new songs on there. But she had to bring it back so she can get them, you know, that money off the streaming because she didn't really get no money off. She just gave it for free and did a tour on it. You know? Mm -hmm. It was on like live mixtapes and shit like that, right? Right, right. So you know, once people, you know, like you said, once I probably get that, that big one, people are going to go back and go, damn, she was, she was in, in 2016. Why are we just now hearing about Brit the Ruler, man? She, her music dope. It's fly. My sound is different. You know, I ain't trying to be like no one else. So. Yeah, yeah. A lot of rappers come back and put their mixtape on streaming flat platforms like that. This, that's a, that's a thing. You know, they got, they're going to get that stream. They're going to get the streams off of definitely from me. Like, Gucci got all his old shit on on the streaming platforms now, and you know, Future, Future still missing a couple of them that I would want on streaming platforms. But you know, that that's definitely a move that they're making out here, for sure. For sure. Yes, sir. I'm about to sip on that for sure, for sure. 
All right, so you drop a uh, taste of rainbow. What does taste of rainbow mean to you? I know you mentioned uh, that's your rainbow print, and Nicki Minaj had the pink print. But what does it actually? What does it mean to you? Well, taste of rainbow means it's just like you know. Uh, I just don't have one side to me. I got so many flavors. You know, you see when you first did the first interview with me, how I came, how I was dressed, and then I switched it up. I can even put on a dress. You know what I'm saying? And you'd be like, what the, like, what the heck? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I take the whole hat off and just, you know, I just, it's just about you just being who you are. You know, I'm me, you feel me? And also, you know, I, the album is for women, you know what I'm saying? Who like women, you know? Who, you know, like to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with the ladies you know it's the club the lifestyle you know so yeah for sure i respect that wholeheartedly for self for sure yeah what was i gonna say i was gonna say something else i, I just we just be saying stuff like we don't even rehearse we don't prepare questions we just have like organic conversations so we just say whatever comes to mind that's the best. yeah definitely that's the best way to do it for sure for sure so uh did you have the the rainbow, I don't want to call it rainbow here. You said it's colors, so he's like Taste the Rainbow. Did you have that back when uh, Taste the Rainbow came out? Yeah, I did. I did. First, I was rocking the ponytail. The ponytail, my ponytail. <laughs> and I was just like, everybody's doing the ponytail. At first, nobody was rocking it. I've always rocked ponytails. But... And then the long hair, and I was just like, man, I look like everybody else, you know? Mm -hmm. So me and my people, we sat down. We was like, we, you got to come up with something, man. You got to make yourself look unique. You got to stand out. You need that image. It was always, you need an image. You need to find your image. Once you find that niche, then bam. So, you know, I just went for the colors. I wanted to do something that nobody was doing. So when I was doing, you know, previous stuff, colors that were stacked on top of each other. Nobody was doing it. All people were like, oh, you got that from 6ix9ine. No, 6ix9ine got weave in his hair. 6ix9ine got long hair. I ain't do the hair. I just kept the, the braids, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they look good on me. And I like to stand out. I like when I go places. No matter where I go, I always get compliments. People have to stop me. How long did it take for you to do that? Oh, my gosh. Everybody loved my hair. No matter where I go around the world, you know, so that's how you can remember me. If I take this out and just put on weed, I'm just going to look like, damn, who that? You're right, though. That with this, but it's just like, you're going to remember me. Yeah, yeah, because I went and looked at some of your older videos and you still had it. So I was like, okay, I see where you're going with this now. I thought like when we interviewed you the first time, I thought you just had it that one time and then i started doing research on you I, I realized that's your thing right there that's your that's your niche like you said that's your image and people be like when you gonna take that out your hair do something different we want to see you put in the long hair again i'm like mm, i'm talking not until it, it ain't time yet you know it ain't time yet this is my look this is who i am you don't like it don't come around me if you love it come around me this is me. So when would you, what would be the point that you said you would change your look? Oh. <laughs> oh, what, what do you mean? Like more on the sexy side, more like just get rid of the rainbow, just like. Yeah, let me put it like this. Would you ever change from the rainbow hair? Or if so, what, what point would it be that would make you change your hair? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? I told myself in 2022 that I was going to switch it up. You know, when I dropped my new project, I just knew visuals and stuff. I was going to do a little something different. So you could expect something in 2022. Okay. Stay in tune. Okay. For sure. We're going to see. We'll put it all together. I've sat back and I, you know, I got what I want to do. So. I like it. <laughs> when I do it. Uh, so how involved are you with your production of your music and like engineering and things like that? Uh, 
All right. Well, I definitely choose my beats. Um, so I recently just invested in my own studio equipment and I am working on, you know, creating a new sound, creating my own production, you know, just being more independent and hands on with it. So. For sure. So you're getting, you're getting to, you're getting to learn both sides of the game right now with that, huh? First, it was just like, okay, what you got? What can we do? Let me sit down. All right. And just, you know, had everybody all in the mix. And, you know, this time I just want to kind of focus on me and, you know, and creating something that I don't think that I could have done if I didn't have somebody that, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I'm on that independent route right now, figuring it out on my own. And uh, how involved are you with, we mentioned the music, but how about the videos for the music? How involved are you in the creativity of those videos? Because I see a lot of creativity in your videos. I've seen you in like different locations. Yeah. So let's start with Big Booty. Big Booty happened when I went on a trip to Kenyan uh, in Nairobi and I went on a safari drive and I had already had the song Big Booty out at the time. And I mean, the visual kind of came from, you know, I was all like, let me do something different. Let me do something that no one's done before. I grew up watching, you know, the Crocodile Hunter, you know, Jeff Gorin, all that stuff early in the morning. I love the adventure. And so I was just like, who don't be on the search for big booties? No matter where you go. You know, because the concept of that song came from, you know, when girls started the BBL trend, you know, either they're working out, they naturally have it. And Big Booties originally, we all know where Big Booties originally came from, from Africa. So they naturally got it there. So it's just like, why not? So for me and my team, we got together and we uh, did a game drive. We did a safari hunt for Big Booties. And then the director, of course, he's from there. So I didn't know anybody in that video. I'm not even going to lie to you. Didn't know anybody. I just said I wanted to shoot a damn video. I went on Instagram and found somebody who had a camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was raw and uncut. You got what you got. It, it, was, it was way worse. But see, over there, you know, you can't show all that on TV and stuff, you know, because it was played on TV and stuff. like. So they had to blur it out, you know. I had to be careful with how I make my videos over there, you know. Like, here we can go all out. There, they're not going to play it on TV if it's too explicit. So that's why you, you kind of see some of my videos kind of like, you know, not all the way explicit as I want them to be. So, so is that how you got tapped in with the Nairobi report? Because I see like they uh they really tapped in with you. They actually followed the podcast and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like where it started for me. So, big up to all my, you know, my East African fans, North African fans, you know, all over. Um, that really showed me love and support. Um, once I put that, that video out and I had certain models in there, certain people that, you know, in that video that actually have a lot of followers, people follow them, you know, and, um, the director, he kind of just was like, we need, let's do a media tour. Let's do this. Let's do that. Put it on TV. Let's get you interviews, live interviews and stuff like that. And I went with it and it happened and. People gravitated to me and, you know, out there they show a lot of American artists love, you know, like on their tattoos, which is their buses, like their trans, you know, like how they get from A to B, like how we got our metro buses, mm -hmm. tattoos. and on them, they like have different artists. Like you may got Drake, you may see Lil Flip, you may see Takashi 69 Oh, you may see Scarface. You know, you mean you see a lot of different artists. So that kind of inspired me. And I said, I want my face on one of them buses one day, you know? And I just went from there. And then they they were like, Do you know any artists from Kenya? I'm like, no, I'm new here. What's up? Show me. 
And they was all like, you should do a song with Calligraph Jones. You should do a song with Calligraph Jones. I was like, who's Calligraph Jones? I said, that's my last name, Jones. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. (laughs) Hey, hold on, show me Calligraph. So they show me Calligraph. I'm like, God damn, this nigga can spit. They go hard. I was like, who is he? Why haven't I heard about him over here? You know, because you hear about all the Nigerians stuff like that south africans but you really don't hear about other little places in in africa so then i was all like i gotta find calligraph so when i um i dropped uh i I shot a video called take your take your take your bitch i shot that in miami and that song right there was a hot song too you know what i'm saying so at the time i had put that one out and i think it was big booty at the time and I went on like a little media tour on TVs and stuff like that. And um, they asked me who was somebody from King you want to work with? And I said, Calligraph, tell Calligraph I'm looking for him. On national television, I said, tell him I'm looking for him. And then someone got the number for me and made that connection, made it happen. And, and that's where you hear bounce. That's how bounce happened. Yeah, I saw that video. I was watching. I was watching your stuff like before the show. I know you saw it when you came in. I know you're like, oh, they can do you can do all this. <laughs> you knew all this, yeah, dripping flavors, all that. Yeah, so yeah. Songs right there. I kinda I took them over that away and I just pushed them. And people gravitated to me like that. And then, you know, before we did bounce, he had asked me, um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to a song called Luku with the industry. It was a whole bunch of different Kenyan artists that are known in Kenya and I mean in Nairobi and they're hot. They're real good. They're dope. And that video itself got like a million views. You know what I'm saying? And I happen to be the only American on that. And so it was kind of like a big platform for me. And that opened me up too as well, you know? So and then with bounce came and then now we're here. So damn. So that leads to the next question. It went in from what 2019 it just was boom boom you know corona messed us up in 2020 so i mean well excuse me was it 2020 or 2019 Damn, 2020 2020 when the covid came yeah so uh what i came back in february was it february march i mean i don't know we in 2021 right yeah so we I shot the video, excuse me, I'm sorry, I shot the video this year. We shot two videos together. It was Luku and Bounce. So that's what happened at the beginning of the year. So I was in Kenya and we did that. So yeah. Man, that's dope. Like uh like how how important do you feel like it is to have that good team behind you to help you help make decisions like that, big decisions that lead to big results like that? How how important is it to have those type of people in your in your corner? Oh, man, it's very important. You can't do things all by yourself, you know, like it's hard, like trying to make sure the business you, you know, you as an artist, you know what I'm saying? You working on your craft, trying to write, trying to make sure your image is good. Like just everything's on point with you, you know? So like I said, I can't do everything. I can't, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was there, I was my own, I was by myself. Okay. I built a little team when I was there. So no one from here hopped on the plane with me to go there. You know, mm-hmm. if I needed some advice, I'll call on the phone or, or something like that. But I was on on my feet, on hands, meeting different people, people coming to me, telling me this is what they could do. So if I feel like they could do it for me, then I hire them. You know what I'm saying? So everything that was done there, that was me. But if I, I wish I had a team to handle that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, 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 it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's extremely hard trying to make this, this happen. So yeah, it's extremely to have a a strong team. People who are loyal, people who are hungry, people who, who, who basically really ain't going to sleep. They're going to do what they need to do for you so that if I succeed, they succeed. Their work don't go unnoticed. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, but everything worked out on that. You connected on an international level. You international out here, you know what I'm saying? And I got to give you your flowers for that, so. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. That's that's dope right there. 
I was I was wondering how you got tapped in with Kenya, and now we here, but we get to hear your story right here on fourteen oh nine. Right, it all happened because I went on a trip. It was just a vacation, and I turned it into something different. They asked me at the table, the dinner table. So, Brittany, what is it that you want to do while you're here in Kenya? I was like, man, this place is beautiful. Uh, I love how now I like I like nature, so. I wanted to capture it and I wanted to showcase it. I wanted other people to see, you know, because a lot of people may think Africa looks like a certain type of, you know, huts, villages, and it's more to it. You know what I'm saying? They live just the way we live here. We we got a hood, we got a ghetto here, we got suburbs, malls, you know, all that there. They got a toll road now that they got built. You know, it's, it's a lot. So. Yeah, yeah they got everything i was overseas well not in africa but in the middle east and it's really developed over there too i would say and people think it's certain a certain way a certain way but it's really this way the way i saw it was different from the way it's portrayed on the media you know what i'm saying exactly exactly like my daddy come calling me today talking about you better not get on no plane and go to africa because the COVID. I'm like, Daddy, I don't like hearing all. Don't come call my phone already on some negative stuff. You really don't do it. You know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to shoot it down because at the end of the day, we got to live through COVID. COVID is just like the flu, okay? Eventually, everybody's going to have to get the shot or don't take it. Whatever you want to do, it's just going to keep mutating. So I'm not going to let that stop me from living my life and who I am and where I'm trying to get to, you know? But that's the first thing they want to say. Africa this, Africa that. Oh, it's a disease. Man, these are the people who survived through all the diseases that ever came out, like AIDS and all type of stuff. And we struggling when Corona was going. I was, listen, I went back in what, February this year. Man, the way they got it set up there, you get your temperature checked. Someone's checking your temperature and you washing your hands. They got a little station right there at the door wash your hand you know what i'm saying so i mean they got it more they're they're prepared better than us they just got off a curfew in nairobi just got off a 10 o'clock curfew now they back outside i feel like a curfew ain't gonna really stop stop shit like (laughs) exactly like where I'm from in South Carolina, originally where I'm from they had the governor put a mandate like no alcohol sales after 11 and that shit really came out. I don't know if it's still going on now because I'm not there, but that's the shit he came out with to stop the help uh sp- stop spreading COVID. Like no alcohol after 11 p.m. I like what the hell in the clubs and everything. Like that shit was crazy. Man, people were dying while we were still in the house when we was locked up for those two three months. However long they had us locked up in the house. The number rates were still going up on the TV. People were still dying. So, I mean. Allegedly. (laughs) They need to quit acting like they care about the people. They the one that let that damn virus out in the first place. So, how are you going to try to contain it, you know? And lock it up. So, let us be free. And with all this being said, what was the most difficult thing you had to overcome in your life? Oh, man, the setbacks me it's like every time i try to you know surpass in my music something always was trying to and be consistent with it something was always trying to pull me back pull me back and i kept it around me kept it around me for far too long and i i decided to let it go let it go like i said just started start focusing on me and being independent in my mental health you know because the things that i gripped onto and held onto was mentally draining me you know, I wouldn't even see myself the same in the mirror. Like, damn, Brittany, you know, people, oh, Brittany can't do it by herself. She needs somebody. Da, 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 all this bull crap, you know, and I just got fed up with it. So I just, you know, just, like I said, I just, I don't know. I just cut that all off. You have to let it go. You're allergic to the bullshit now? Yeah, I ain't with the bullshit. Don't come around me with the bullshit. Or the games, I can smell it, I can see it like from afar. So, big facts, big facts. So, you mentioned you're a rigger. Would you like to explain to our audience what, what exactly that is? What what does that entail? Um, uh, rigger, okay, a rigger is someone who helps with the crane operators. 
you know, how you see like the cranes on the side of the roads or building your favorite apartment complex, buildings and stuff like that. You see the tall ones, the low ones, the ones way up in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm basically the person that uh, hooks up the equipment, whatever, the pipes, whatever needs to be flown up. That's what I, I hook up to the crane. So, hey, yeah. Sometimes it's easy, but sometimes it's not. It's hard work. It's a lot of geometry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Things are heavy. You get dirty, you know? So, yeah. And there's not a lot of women out there. You know, listen to me, ladies. You may out, you talk about a bag. You get a bag doing this, but you gotta, you can't just go out there thinking like, oh, I'm going out here to get this money. Nah, it's more than that. You'll get hurt if you don't pay attention. You know what I'm saying? If you're just thinking out about the money, it's about the money. Nah, you kind of actually got to like it. You know what I'm saying? And be into it. And I, I actually am, you know? Um, like I said, it's not a lot of women are doing it. Like, when this was like, I had my first gig. I went to New Mexico and uh, I was the only black female out there. Female riggers, so you know I was noticeable. I had on a red hat. Riggers, like they're like the the rock stars out there, you know. And they have like their own hat, but I had on a safety hat, so people didn't know if I was safety or what what I was. So I was playing both sides of the fence. So when I walk up, it was like they start doing their job and stuff, or <laughs> waving at me and stuff. <laughs> I give that shit to my advantage. I had a good time though, but um. Yeah, um, like I said, there's not a lot of ladies. So the bag is out there, the bank is out there. If you want it, for me, I'm doing it because you know I gotta fund my music. I gotta fund. I have to fund it and my everyday life, my lifestyle. So it works out for me. Hey, fast. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I was wondering what that was myself, a rigor. So I. I'm sure other people are wondering, people that listen to this later on audio, they're going to be enlightened on the things you're doing out here. So you you know how to tie a good knot, huh? Yeah, I know how to tie a good knot. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm working on trying to be a crane operator. I'm this close, this close. So yeah. and then usually if ain't nothing going on, you just sit back, wait for work. But yeah, that's my next step. So... I actually made that happen during COVID. You know, when we just sit here and we couldn't do shit, nobody could, you know, yeah, you can make music, but how you gonna make money? You know, especially if you're not no big artist. You know, Drake did the Tootsie Slide and shit, he got a check. You know, certain people dropped songs during Corona and got a check. There's a lot of people that were starving, hurt, lost. A lot of people lost a lot of things. So, including me, and I had to start all over again. And I had to put my big girl drawers on. Big face, big face. For sure, for sure. In the meantime, make sure y'all follow All Natural Kinks on Instagram and head over to allnaturalkinks.com for your natural hair care needs. Use the discount code 1409 for 20% off. They have, not only do they have natural hair care products, they also have Skin products as well, shea butter, cocoa butter, things, things like that. All right, Brit the Ruler, you good? Hold on, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. While we working out the technical difficulties, make sure y'all visit our website at 1409podcast.com and make sure y'all check out our directory of podcasts, photographers and videographers at thegeminimedia.com. And you can find the podcast on Always Press Record TV, Nobody Grinds Like Us Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of that. For sure, for sure. Shout out to Britt the Ruler right here for coming through. You know what I'm saying? She's still in here. She's working some things out. But, you know, we keep it pushing. Wow, how we keep it pushing. Also, 
The Focus Business Conference is coming up March 10th through the 12th. It's an annual conference that gathers small business owners, entrepreneurs, investors, and spark mainstream conversations around topics that focus on action, transforming businesses, ideas, to raising the bar by 300% growth. You know what I'm saying? So tap in focusbusinessconference.com. For sure, for sure. Can you hear me? Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry about that. People calling and no, I got, I got the interview. I know they can see me live. <laughs> I mean. So it's all good. We be prepared for these type of things. We just start running advertising. We start advertising stuff when. Uh, <laughs> that's that's good, cause boy, you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen when you go live. So you just gotta be prepared for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So. We're gonna uh we gonna do a little game here. I'm gonna say a word and I want you to say whatever comes to mind when you hear that <laughs> word. <laughs> All right. Ready? I guess pull fast one on me. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me see what I got for you. Houston. Oh, Texas. What it do, baby? You know what it is, you know what's going down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what I got, what I got. Booty. Oh, big booty. I love a white girl with a big booty. Then she got a big booty. I love a black girl with a big booty. Then she got a big booty. I love a Spanish girl with a big booty. Hey. <laughs> she got a big booty. <laughs> oh, man. You wild. You wild. All right. I'm going to do one more. One more word. One more word. Uh, Britt the Ruler. Superfly, the baddest of the baddest. You can't stop me, baby. I know you're watching me, but hey, come and see me. Come and see about your girl. <laughs> <laughs> that wine kicking in. You said a wine kicking in. Wine kicking in. I got a need for this. Uh, I need for this other thing to kick in. I ain't gonna say it no more. They ain't paying me. I ain't gonna say the name no more. But uh. We're going to get into the question of the day. That's another segment we have here, question of the day. So the question of the day that I have for you is, if you could do anything to give back to your city, what would it be? Oh, man. Honestly, I would love to open up like a rec center where it has multiple things for kids, you know, like an after school type of thing. Like with basketball, football, boxing, just sports, even music, set up a little studio, you know what I'm saying? Start them off early, you know, um, because I never got to have that chance and we really don't have nothing like that there, you know? So if I could do that, that's something that I definitely want to do is reach back to the kids because I know how hard it is growing up there, you know? Sometimes the coaches may not have your back. Your parents may not have your back. They may not believe in you fully. You know, some kids can't afford shoes or clothes. So, you know, I want to be able to have a type of center that they can come to. It's mine. And I got their back, you know. I definitely want to see, you know, the new generation live out their life, you know. So, and do whatever it is that they want to do, you know. You know, it really, um, I'm going to tell you something. My nieces and nephews made my family believe in me. My mom and dad used to tell me, what are you doing? Give it up. Stop it. You're getting old. Ain't you tired? Blase, blase. No, every time I come down there, my nephew, Kylan, Alexa, play Brit the Ruler. (laughs) Play Big Booty by Brit the Ruler. They go to YouTube and put it on and know all my words. Know everything. And just... Went from there, so I I understand the kids, you know. So I definitely mm-hmm. help them make their dreams come true, especially coming from a small town. Because from a small town, you may not think you could do it because there's no resources. So how does it make you feel like when people recognize you out here and people reciting your music? How, how does that make you feel? It feels good. I'm very humble, you know. So you know, um. For me, it just it feels great, you know. You know, if I don't make it to the the big charts or 
you know, high up there. At least I said I, I, I did it, you know. Uh, my first show was in Egypt. I got to perform in Sharm El Sheikh, the hard, hard, hard Rock Cafe, excuse me, in front of a lot of people, you know. Um, the things that I've done in, in Nairobi and, you know, I got a chance to open up for for Mo3. So I've done some things, you know what I'm saying? If I was to die today, I'd be okay. You know what I'm saying? I did it. I did okay. I tried, shit. And I'm going to keep on trying until I get to where I need to be, period. That's fire. That's fire right there. Big facts. All right. So we, we move on to our next little segment, this or that. You can get with this, so you can get with that. Yeah. All uh, right. You ready? You ready for this? What you got for me? <laughs> what you got up your sleeve? Real booties or fake booties? Ooh, I'll take both booties. <laughs> you gonna take both? <laughs> I'm gonna take both booties because, yeah. all right, it depends on the, if you want to go on the fake side. I really don't. If a girl get a BBL, it really ain't fake to me because she really took what she. You know, it grew inside of her and just put it where it needs to be. Some people are suffering, you know? So, I mean, and it feels real. I like the real, you know, the realness to it. I don't like when it's too much, you know what I'm saying? But still feel real nice. Hey, both of them is good. Still your booty. <laughs> yeah, I, it's on you. <laughs> it's on you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the ones that be doing too much. I'm like, damn, girl, why you doing too much? Now you ain't got carried away. Talking about when the ass don't match the thighs. And the legs and stuff. Yeah. Just stop it, baby. Stop it. Take yeah. that money and go buy some Bitcoin or crypto or something. You know they can get the uh that body work on credit now. So they ain't gotta spend all that at one time. <laughs> Lay away booty. <laughs> lay, lay away booty that's a good title for this episode i'm glad you said that oh see another call has came in so we're gonna go back to our advertisements you know what i'm saying once again follow all natural kinks on instagram head over to allnaturalkinks.com for your natural hair care needs i actually just got a pack in today it's on the other side of the house right now so i can't go get it but Next episode, I'll have it right here with me so you can see that whip body butter that they have at allnaturalkinks.com. You can get that for 20% off. No chemicals in there. It's all natural ingredients. You can probably eat it. So it's a, it's not something that could cause cancerous things or anything like that. Shout out to Brit the Ruler again. You know what I'm saying? People keep blowing the phone up, messing up her connection. But, you know, we're going to keep pushing. Going to keep pushing out here. Tony M, shout out to Tony M in here, man. I rock with Tony M. He come through like every episode, almost like probably every. You probably he probably seen every one. Sometimes he probably watched it later. But shout out to Tony M for coming up in here. Shout out to Brit the Ruler. She'll be right back in here. I'm pretty sure. But Tony M, what's good with you, man? How you living? How you living? Shout out to Hello Houston as well. Hello Houston, Texas. All right, Brit the Ruler. I put my like, light mode. Oh yeah, that's 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 the that's the move for sure. All right, so that was a that was my first this or that. Let me see what a this or that I have for you. Performing overseas or performing domestically? Mm. Overseas. Why? Because people ain't gonna stand there and just look at you. They gonna get lit. They have like, it's a whole other different feeling you know what i'm saying it's a whole other different vibe the energy just like hey when i first did that first show i ain't gonna lie i i kind of i lost my not lost my voice but it was hoarse because of the energy i was like i know i'm like girl with a big booty i was like ah 
felt their energy, you know? Because when I first walked in, I was like, what the fuck? And I had butterflies, but then it kind of just, once people levitated to me, I, it was the hair, you know, the hair, and it worked out fine. The jitters went away just went away so like you feel like you are a person that matches energies like you saw the energy was extremely high and it and it made you have high energy as well yeah absolutely it was so crunk in there to where i wanted to run around and stuff but i knew i couldn't do it because it was it was like bodies on bodies you know and it was tight and if i go in there you know they don't they don't want to hug take a picture and the cameraman is trying to get it so i did what i could they had it roped off or whatever they had it roped off, and that, I mean, there's well, one guy he tried to come in, and the security yanked him. But I mean, it was fun, man. I pulled girls out the crowd, put a, a Texas, you know, cowgirl hat on him, a pink one, and you know, we just had a good old time <laughs> in the, <middle> of the desert. Is <laughs> it out there? So, uh, uh, if you could perform anywhere, like somewhere you haven't performed, like a, a certain festival or concert or even a certain location, what what? What or where would that be? Are we talking about here or over there? Anywhere. In, anywhere you can think of. Okay, so like I said, like right now for me, I definitely want to do a, a festival over that away. And uh, Kenya, they have some dope ass festivals and they're huge and they're big and there's a lot of screaming great fans that have great energy you know what i'm saying they just go crazy you know and like i said i was watching calligraph go on the stage or nye boy or my homeboy nye boy he's from out that way shout out to nye boy um when he rocks the stage and his just his fans just go crazy i just i want to feel that you know i want that over that away so hopefully like i told you in 2022 i'll be doing a, my first big festival out that away that's where I want to start because that's where it began for me. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel you on that. Uh, I, I I love to continue to watch your growth. You're already doing great things, but I want to continue to see you doing great things. We know that you'll be doing great things here and there. So, you know what I'm saying? Even other continents as well. So Australia, <laughs> Europe, Asia. All of them. All of them. I just want to venture off. I just don't want to you know, yeah, I'm American based, but my dream has always been to be an international artist. You know, I grew up on the Spice Girls. It was Spice Girls and Britney Spears, you know? We had TLC and Missy Elliott and, you know, MC Lights and people like that that I grew up on. And I just kind of took all that together and here's Brit the Ruler, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, feel free. No, no one can say this like this. What what advice would you give to anybody that's trying to get their music heard, get uh become successful in the music, in their music industry? Make sure you're in your own lane. You got your own sound. You ain't trying to sound like everybody else. Make sure your image is on point. That's very, very important. And for foremost, you know, um, your production is good. Don't nobody want to hear no trash ass production. Um, if you're gonna um, put your music <coughs> in the right people's hands, make sure you come prepared. It's packaged right. You know, now they got those little cue cards. You know, you got your Instagram, social media. Make sure everything is lined up apart. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, there's so many different platforms now where you can get your music out there heard. So, I mean, just don't ever give up even if you don't know it's not a dumb question okay if somebody tries to make you feel stupid it's not a dumb question figure it out you know some people ain't gonna give you game some people won't some people ain't gonna tell you the truth they gonna let you get out here look stupid or make fun of you you know what i'm saying but keep on the journey to finding out the truth and understanding the business and yeah you'll you'll watch things unfold no matter don't it's not a rat race it's not about who's first who's all the way up there it takes time you know what i'm saying so yeah just have um, to give up hey yeah for sure all right feel free to plug in or shout out anybody anything that you'd like to shout out 
All right, I want to shout out my homeboy, Nye Boy. Major shout out to my boy, Nye, uh, Nye Boy Worldwide, for, you know what I'm saying, making sure, you know, my setting is nice as you can see here. We had to, we didn't want to come on here boring, you know what I'm saying, and just prepping me for the day. And, you know, shout out to whoever's rocking with me, the Ruler Gang, all over the world, you know what I'm saying? And for most part, you for letting me come on today and blessing, you know, and, Letting people know who Brit the Ruler is, because a lot of people people don't really know me like that. You know what I'm saying? Only if you're close to me. So, yeah. Major shout out to the, the people who support me, who have my back, and who want to see me win, who on my team. So, we gonna do it big in 2022 and from here on out. So. Shit, do it big the rest of 2021 as well. Yeah, 30, 31 more days, 32 more days in the year. I'm gonna go hard. <laughs> <laughs> Already, all right. Like I said earlier, y'all know y'all can follow us. Anybody listening or watching 1409 podcast on all platforms, we're the only one Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Everybody, subscribe to the YouTube channel 1409 podcast. Subscribe to subscribe to Brit the Ruler on uh YouTube as well. You know what I'm saying? Big face, subscribe Instagram. And it's three T's, B-R-I-T-T-T-T-H-E-R-U-L-E-R. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all uh, follow me on Spotify, Apple. I'm there. Download my music. Go download Bounce. Check out my video, Bounce. Dripping flavors. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm about. Hold up. You said check out your video, Bounce? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to let them check it out then. How about that? I'm going to let them check it out. How about that? Hey, you got to, you about to check it out because that's what we do over here. We let people check shit out. Yeah. Big shout out to Vince on the beat, by the way. Yeah. What up? Brit the ruler, calligraph maker. Bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah, bounce, 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 bounce. If it ain't about money, then I'm out. Please send it direct to my account. Yeah, you don't run nothing but your mouth. And if you ain't talking money, I'm a bounce ruler. I just met a baddie in the bathroom. Killing all these hoes, talking body bags. Bad bitch with a good attitude. When she dropping, she gon' make it bounce back. Bounce, bounce. Looks like you wanna take the kid scuba mask. Gon' lick it from the back, make it super splash. Came with a friend, she was super bad. So I put her on my nigga Kelly Grass. Certified freak, need a gold medal. Ass so big, like some bow letters. Better eyes your bitch before I make a mind. Thought I told you once, this the last time. I ain't really juicy cause I get chose. I like them thick, 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 like them DJ chose. Bust it open, bounce that ass, throw it back. I wanna see you touch, 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 touch your toes. Bounce, 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 yeah. Bounce, 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 yeah. If it ain't about money, then I'm out. Please send it direct to my account. Yeah, you don't run nothing but your mouth, and if you ain't talking money, I'm a yeah. It's a different type of flex when I pull up in the scene. Some may say it's how I quest, all this fresh and looking clean. Always focus on the checks, it's all about the queen. Hoes be begging me for sex to hurt, I fuck like a machine. <laughs> Best believe the hype is real, Mama Sita. I beat it up for real. Why you think bitches call me Ether? Shaka Zulu Jones, rapping Canyon till infinity. I made the game a bitch so she could maintain her virginity. Ah, go harder than the rest do. Now by the my they wanna bend the swag Ain't nothing changed, nigga flex too I guess who put down in always a brag Name is Mula in the leather bag In the Mac was it something they never have Put the ruler and Kali in a robe in Houston, baby How they gon' compare to that? So telling me crazy Apa akuna chakuchiro bossa Tuniki jami na kwanga nisogo Na kunika sirisha ni makosa Fiso de pita me chulisha doba Mini kukrana shikanisha mboka Na wachangi usiako anastea Jo udeldani minyu mbaya gorofa Hold up, man I got that juice With the down in the combi A queen chana del monte How you gon' want a nigga to run the game Like you working for free And you get no pay See the man don't play with the brand no way Cause I grind it, I work and I plan all day And I get a little booty sometimes But I don't ever get it twisted I'm still the man, okay Bounce, 
bounce, bounce, bounce, bounce, bounce, bounce, bounce, yeah, bounce, 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 yeah. If it ain't about money, then I'm out. Please send it direct to my account. Yeah, you don't run nothing but your mouth. And if you ain't talking money, I'ma bounce. So you got any closing words for we? Man, major shout out to the Nairobi Report. You know, for always, you know, cutting for your girl, following me, you know, supporting me. Um, who else? I'm a major shout out to. Who else? Um, I'm a shout out to my boy. Uh, who else? Who else? Who I got? Who? 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 This wine hitting me also. Excuse me. Excuse me, man. Jeff, my boy Jeff, back in Nairobi, he's been a big help. You know what I'm saying? Major shout out to Jeff for making things happen out there for me while I'm not in Nairobi. Um, what else? What else I got? That's that's, that's really it, man. Is it for so, man? We appreciate you coming through. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be right here. First of all, hold up, Boom Play. I can't forget Boom Play. Boom Play did. You know, when Bounce dropped, they, they promoted Bounce. They pushed Bounce. Um, my Boom Play streaming is amazing. Man, every day Bounce is growing. So, hey, major shout out to Boom Play. For self for self. Yeah. Hey, once again, we appreciate Britt the Ruler for coming through. You know what I'm saying? It's the 1409 Podcast. And we out. We out. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>